0: Welcome to StockTwits After Hours, where we provide a quick rundown of the day's market action from the folks at StockTwits, the largest community of investors in the universe. Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to StockTwits After Hours. I'm your host, Riley Rosenberger, alongside head trader at Trading Experts, Shake Prisby. Shake, today is Tuesday, October 13th. The S&P 500 barely closed in the red, down about a third of a percent, while the NASDAQ 100 closed flat. What What did you see out there today?
1: So today we saw the 2020 trade in full force with tech leading us higher. Almost five straight green days out of the queues. Looks like they closed it flat at the end of the day while the reopening stocks continued to show weakness. Financials as a whole continue to be dead money this year. And we actually got JP Morgan, Citibank, and BlackRock's earnings to kick off earnings season this quarter.
0: What, What did you think of those banks' earnings? Did anything stand out to you?
1: So BlackRock is not to be lumped in with the dead money crew that the bulge bracket banks have been all year. BlackRock cruised onto new all-time highs today on the back of some huge earnings. Q3 revenue of 4.37 billion crushed the consensus of 3.9, quarterly net inflows of 129 billion bringing total AUM to a cool 7.81 trillion, which is the largest in the world by the way. So they've been crushing the investment management side of the business. And what about Citi and JP Morgan? So I would say their collective earnings were constructive for what we were talking about at the end of yesterday's podcast, where we want to see an uptick from last quarter, showing us the economic recovery is underway. Both companies beat on top and bottom lines. JP's trading revenue was impressive, but the important metric for both companies was the lower loan loss provisions. These are called provisions for credit losses, and it's an estimation of potential losses that a company might experience due to credit risk. They're expected losses from delinquent and bad debt that is likely to default or become unrecoverable. So this metric is directly related to all the small business loans these companies were handing out left and right in the thick of the pandemic. So the fact that JP's provision for credit losses was 611 million versus the estimated consensus of 2.9 billion that's a big win for the state of the economy i'm not saying these are great earnings for the banks i'm not trying to buy them anytime soon personally but as a constructive but as a constructive statistic that was very positive to see
0: apple had its fall event earlier today the company released four new iPhones
1: a mini homepod what intrigued you the most about this event So Apple finally had their big event, releasing the iPhone 12 as their big offering. These iPhones bring 5G connectivity to the iPhone for the first time, equipped with the fastest chips and Super Retina XDR displays. So they also announced the iPhone 12 to come in three different sizes, one being an iPhone mini being offered at $699, while the bigger models were offered at $999 and $1,099, respectively. The HomePod mini is a smaller, more refined version of their smart speaker, but honestly... What struck out to me – what stuck out to me most in this event is that Apple is back on their BS. These new phones for over $1,000 will ship without headphones or a charging port to, quote, cut down on waste. Please, please, like we were born yesterday, Tim Cook. Other than that, the big surprise was a a new MagSafe charging puck that's similar in design to Apple Watch chargers. The benefit here is they offer 15-watt charging capabilities compared with the earlier models – only able to offer seven and a half watts of wireless charging. But overall, in my opinion, this was v- a very underwhelming release for Apple, but you know, I'm sure they'll still kill it. They'll hit all their sales targets because they're Apple and they rule the world.
0: Johnson & Johnson halted its COVID vaccine trial. We also got news. Eli Lilly also halted theirs. Did the potential for a vaccine in 2020 kind of go out the window here?
1: So Johnson & Johnson trial was temporarily temporarily halted after an unexplained illness came in one of the trial participants. Trials getting paused are not that uncommon. They can only last a few days sometimes, but we got a serious domino effect, which is less than ideal. So a few days ago, AstraZeneca paused their phase three COVID vaccine trial after a participant had a serious adverse reaction. Now, late in the day today, we got news that Eli Lilly has also been ordered by the FDA to pause their antibody vaccine trial over safety concerns. So personally, I was very surprised to see the market had no reaction to all this news. Regeneron though, which offers the antibody cocktail that President Trump hailed as a miracle drug, actually uptick 2% right as this news was released. So it's not ideal that we're seeing all these phase three trial failures, but we'll have to... We'll have to continue to monitor this vaccine situation. Seems like no one really knows where we'll be at the end of the year at this point.
0: Netflix announced they're ending their free trials in the US. The company said it will try other marketing promotions to attract new customers. Do you think the lack of
1: a free trial will be detrimental to the company in the long term? So huge move out of Netflix canceling the free trials. And it's actually great for the company in the long term. I'll tell you why. So you know how massive company layoffs actually cause company stocks to uptick on the news? It's the same exact premise here. Wall Street is only concerned about the bottom line. So Netflix has been battling free subscribers since their inception, whether it be with free trials or through people sharing accounts. So this move to combat them is actually a huge net positive for the company. It sucks for the consumers, of course, but it should be great for Netflix earnings next quarter.
0: All righty, Shaq. Well, we got a couple of bank earnings tomorrow to keep an eye on, but we'll talk to you tomorrow afternoon. Sounds good. Talk to you then. You've been listening to Stock Twits After Hours. To learn more and subscribe today, visit StockTwits.com.